2: Watch we burn down everything BDE on the TV set When I'm in control on the roll, You can really know what's up next
3: Hello Hello, hello,
2: hello Brayden Harrington
3: here with Davey Portman for Up Next PostWrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you found us
2: And Twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast Hello Twitch room and hello YouTube room as well We are live also on YouTube Dot com slash up next
3: you know we are 48 people away from a thousand oh. 48 i see you people you went and followed and sub to the youtube but there's still a lot of you out there that haven't done it but wow 48 more till we get to a k and we can call ourselves one champions
2: yeah that's our only goal the, the a play. podcast once
3: we i am
4: 1,
2: yeah
3: yeah. Uh, 48 more people need to subscribe to our YouTube go, go check it out, of course, uh, because you can go check out a brand new video, yes, and podcast form on this feed, but a video interview with us chatting to our favorite GCW star. Gringo
2: Loco. Yeah, I just realised I haven't taken him off the off the uh, <laughs> He's video still on screen. this live. He's still on this live screen there, and I I kind of want to leave him yeah, up at hell, this point. We'll leave Gringo Loco yeah. up. Why not? Yeah, we had the uh, the great opportunity yesterday to have a a chat with Gringo Loco ahead of his return to demand lucha in the in Toronto uh, this Thursday for Lucha Block Party where he's going to be defending his premier championship against Speedball Mike Bailey and Ninja Mac in a triple threat match. And yeah, we had a great chat with Gringo yesterday, uh, talking all about kind of him getting into the business, him kind of wanting to uh, spread lucha uh, authentically yeah. uh, throughout the States. He's got a great story, definitely. Uh, kind of, we, just, we kind
3: of told him, like, hey, because of Fight TV and GCW, kind of getting that little pushed the past little while a few years we've we've been watching him and we've been a fan and he did he came to the last demand lucha show we had a blast at that show couldn't recommend people checking out demand lucha they've also advertised Another show, I think, coming in August with more, I think, like Effie and Alley Catch and, and some other ones. But yeah, go go look up Demand Lucha. We're going to be there on Thursday night. Uh, so looking forward to that. But we 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 sat down. We did a, a chat with him and Gringo Loco, talking all about some stuff. The Lucha scene on the independents. This guy wrestles almost every day. Uh, it's kind of a, a, a cool story. We also – he's a Chicago native. We also got into the a heated debate. Some Chicago people are going to be furious when they hear – the slander from Gringo Loco to one of the legendary <laughs> pizza places in Chicago, but yeah, it was a it was a fun chat. So go check that out. Uh, the pod is on this fe- this feed as well. Just realized,
2: right. I still got the title as "Interview with uh, Gringo Loco." Man, so you're just ma- all maybe over the place. I'll change that as well.
3: Yeah, there's no interview with him on this show, but nope. go check it out on our YouTube. And yes, hit that sub subscribe button because we just need 48 people more to get to a 1,000. That's what we want to do. So go help us out and join. But we appreciate you uh, subscribing and all that stuff. And hey, while you're at it, join that Facebook page and the Twitter at Up Next Podcast as well for all the updates on all the other shows. Uh, we're going to talk about some NXT because obviously, Brayden and Davey, we're NXT friends.
1: Friends!
4: Yeah,
3: you're busy changing the time. Busy changing it. <laughs> uh, and we'll chat all about it. We also have BD Elite coming out this week on this feed. We'll be chatting all about the forbidden door which is looking more so like a uh, accessible window yes yeah looking at some of the the news reports coming out about about brian danielson yikes hopefully oh boy. he's on the card
2: yeah uh danielson set to address forbidden door oh and blood and guts tomorrow and dynamite uh hoping it's good news but it kind of kind of a bit curious the injury bug has definitely bitten pro wrestling at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Randy Orton out for quite a while, um, kind of shaking up plans in WWE. It's okay, uh, they got Brock. It's alright. They're going they're going something fresh. We're getting Brock versus Roman. <laughs> Fucking hell. And then
3: Rhea's injured, and it's okay. We got Carmella.
2: We got okay. Carmella, yeah. Uh obviously, yeah, you've got Punk out. Um you've got uh There's little injuries on Danielson left. potentially out at the moment. MJF's off TV. Uh yeah, it's it's a shame. Like, this this Forbidden Door thing was something I was uh, really excited about when announced, and it has been a bit of a mess, in my opinion. But we've got one Dynamite, one Rampage left. Let's see if they can turn it around. And I, I'm sure by the time we get to Sunday, we're going to see some really great wrestling.
3: Yeah, we'll chat all about AEW. I, I think they've been on a, a run. Their shows are just always super entertaining, so we'll chat about that, and then possibly a Forbidden Door show down the line. And then we will be going to Blood and Guts next week, so we will... Uh, be doing some shows on the road possibly. Yeah,
2: next week, uh, the schedule's kind of a little bit up in the air. Uh, we will be doing, uh, up next on Tuesday, but we will be leaving to go to Detroit early Wednesday morning. So, uh, perhaps, uh, BD Elite at a later date. On like, the Thursday or something. On the Thursday yeah. maybe, or even, uh, yeah, on yeah. a drive back on Friday or something. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll be keeping you all up to date. Uh, We've got a lot coming out this week as well.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, I swear we'll get to NXT, but we've been podcasting a, a whole bunch. And go check us out, because for five bucks a month, North American tier on our Patreon, you get everything coming out this month, but everything in the back catalog. Therefore, it equals like pennies, fractions of pennies to each podcast that you can access. We've done a Up Yours, a World Champ patron, Corey, has picked Uncharted The movie, Mm. Mark Wahlberg, he does not talk to animals in this movie, unfortunately. (laughs) But Tom Holland, great chemistry there. That was a super fun movie and a a sweet review. We got uh, Forbidden Door coming up this week. So we thought, why not we look back at the old Forbidden Doors of Ring of Honor and New Japan. And we put a poll on the Facebook. It was a a unanimous decision
2: that. Yeah, we'll be looking at War of the Worlds from 2014 from the Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, yeah, this this show looks pretty nuts. Headlined by AJ Styles taking on Michael Elgin and Kazuchika Okada in a triple threat match for the IWGP heavyweight title. You've got an ROH world title match. Uh, Booker T's guy, Adam Cole, defending the title against Jushin Thunder Liger, nice. which sounds super interesting. Yeah, this show is a banger. You've got the Young Bucks versus Red Dragon in an ROH tag team title match. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Steen. Uh, a whole lot on this show. This this looks great. We're going to be talking about this later this week. Yeah, uh, you can access the show, I think, on Honor Club Honor if Club, you want to yeah. go
3: back and, and find it. But we're going to be watching it this week and reviewing that out on the Patreon. Uh, we also did another review up yours. Andrew McDonald, the world champ of ours, picked an, a nice timely celebration of TNA wrestling. Shout out, Impact, 20 years. Congrats. Yeah, well, we did a TNA pay-per-view review. Of a pay per view I was at Destination X, two thousand and seven. Samoa Joe, Christian, Cage, the Last Rights match, Sting in Abyss, the Elevation X match. That was fun. Chatting about TNA, something yep. we don't always get to do. So it was cool to kind of dive back to two thousand and seven and talk all about, especially seeing where a lot of those guys are now and in, in the present. Fast forward, you know, a, a long time from two thousand and seven. Heel Christian, heel Christian on Dynamo. always parallel, yeah, It always somehow. works somehow.
2: And uh, on top of that, it is currently the eve of the Obi-Wan Kenobi finale. Uh, We'll be talking about the entire series. We haven't really spoken about it a great deal yet. Uh, We'll be running through all six episodes uh, later this week on the Patreon. Uh, So you know us. We've we've got all of the Star Wars films on this free feed that we've gone and and talked about. And sign up to the Patreon to hear our thoughts on Obi-Wan.
3: Yeah, I mean, the midichlorians are off the scale. With this this uh, six episode thing, which I hope leads to a season two of Obi One. But yeah, for you Star Wars uh, fans out there, we're going to be diving into that. So get your feedback in as well with great comments or easter eggs or questions and stuff. Uh, we'll post up a feedback thread because we'll we'll love your your input of all the nerdy Star Wars stuff. But I've been loving the show. I've been we've been not talking about it on this show just because we want to save it. Yeah, be what some John Cena was saying. We should call it uh, Obi One. BD Kenobi? I'm already butchering it. I don't know what the.
2: BD one? No. How would it be?
3: OBDE. OBDE? Kenobi. <laughs> Kenobi. Yeah, sure. Uh, Kenobi so, DE. Kenobi it? DE. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's, that's a mouthful. So we'll be chatting all these different shows. There's so many different shows out on our Patreon. Again, go check us out. That's what we do. It's only five bucks.
2: Speaking of Sino, uh, He'll have a brand new shot in the dark coming out on this very feed tomorrow. That's right. Uh, 15 minutes or less, John Cena runs down all the wrestling you might have missed in the last week. The cliff notes of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Everything from kind of like uh, MLW, NXT UK uh aw dark elevation all of that stuff uh that you might want to know what's going on
3: yeah and follow his socials as well because he goes to a bunch of uh, indie shows especially in the new york area and stuff so he's co- he covers a whole whack of stuff so go check out Met and gringo dark. loco he did he he also got a gringo loco doll just he like did able. get the doll yeah so good amazing stuff, yeah uh, so go check out all these podcasts, guys. We would appreciate you go checking us out. And we love doing these these shows. It's what we do. So, yeah, go check out the content we like to create. Patreon.com slash up next. Five bucks. That's it. And you can get hundreds of podcasts. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of other things that were going on. Tony Khan was in town today for Toronto. I saw John Pollock was posting some things. Uh, So I guess we'll get into that because they said Toronto shows are going to happen. Canada shows are going to happen, but no exact time frame yet, which I'm thinking maybe the the fall or something like that. Um,
2: Yeah, what what else? He was at the – is it the Collision Conference? I I don't know what that is. It's like, yeah, some tech conference that's going on because we've been having a – a the, whole load of people yeah. coming into my work from this conference. Well, they have a we have a, we live
3: right by a fake beach. Yeah, <laughs> and they put up the giant sign on the beach. Oh, okay. It says collision. I wasn't sure what it was.
2: Yeah, there's definitely you can tell like the world has opened up again because yeah, the last couple of weeks been having loads of conferences, conferences and they're all at the hotels like right opposite my work. So, uh, being
3: super busy with that. You think Tony Khan got to Canada and he was like, "Wow, your white claw flavors are lacking."
2: Maybe <laughs> they've improved, they're getting they there, have. they're getting there,
3: they have definitely. Yeah, yeah. uh, I gave my dad uh, a white cloth on Father's Day. Mm. I, I don't know if he's ever tried one before, so I was like, Dad, we okay. gotta try a." He asked for a beer, but then I was like, I'm having a white cloth, and he's like, Yeah, all right, just get me whatever you're getting. I was like, No, no, no dad, like, I don't
2: know if this- you know, yeah, like, is. I don't know if you know what
3: this is, so he's like, Yeah, yeah, I'll try it. And he enjoyed it. He said it was nice. pretty good. I like pushing the white collar onto people.
2: Uh, it was funny because we've, uh, at my work, we've got our own seltzer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it sucks. <laughs> I'm not allowed to say on... <laughs> we're not behind the paywall here. But, yeah, we've got our own seltzer. Let's just say they didn't uh, consult me over this. Right. Um, but the, the owner came in with these shitty hats. Yeah. He was like, I want everyone to wear these hats. To promote the seltzer yeah and as he's doing this uh my colleague goes you do realize you're wearing a cottage springs hat right now which is like a competitor a competitor yeah like why are you pushing these hats on us silly but yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't very good i like the cottage springs ice yeah those ones are good. good well i went golfing
3: for father's day with my dad and the golf course had their own brand of seltzer that it's getting out of hand now it was like some like triple bogey seltzer with like golf balls on it or something. Mm. So I they they didn't push it on me, but I saw it, so I was like, yeah, of course I'm gonna try a golf branded uh seltzer and it wasn't very good. I don't it mimosa flavoured beer yesterday, yeah. that was quite nice. Not a
2: whole one there. And, uh, pina colada fla- flavoured beer recently. Yeah. Twenty twenty
3: two is wild. Someone listening is like whatever happened to just beer and <laughs> 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 liquid what's going on. Things get this? better. <laughs> Things improve. Yeah, exactly. Um
2: but uh yeah. Yeah. Should we get into some NXT? Uh, yeah. Is there any other news that's all going on? Uh, John Laurinaitis out, it seems. Oh, yeah. We kind of Administrative about leave. Uh, Bruce Pritchard taking over as talent uh, relations. Um, Vince just showing up on TV. I mean, I'm surprised he wasn't on. Oh, I guess it was taped. Yeah. If next week. Will, yeah, next week yeah, he'll yeah, be on sure.
3: 2.0. So he can hop and skip off the steps and get memed.
2: He'll, he'll come out uh, announced as what? Victor McMagnus or something. <laughs> I, yeah. He needs a, he needs an NXT 2.0 name. Look, it's really weird. We, we touched
3: on it, I think, on BD Elite when that news kind of broke that day. But I feel like the Vince McMahon thing is very, very odd. Of course, as wrestling fans, we grew up, he's like the the god of wrestling, essentially. And we always were like, ah, but it's Vince, he's got some... I mean, Dark Side of the Ring kind of kind of points fingers at him for a, a ton of stuff. But then this story breaks, and... Of course he, of course he tries to pop a rating and shows up and d- did what he did. It's like the most Vince thing that he he could have done, and I'm I'm not saying that like I didn't think it was a smart idea, but I also like I think he knows what he's doing, and it reminded me of like when like a politician like gets some dirt on him, but instead it reminded me of Trump. Okay, it reminded yeah, yeah, me of Trump, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I just. I just went, come on. Like, I mean... It felt so like, sleazy. You know
2: it, it is, yeah. but you know it's going to work. And 100%. Like, I'm... Like, we've got all the, like, uh, sports channels on at work and yeah. sports news. Everywhere wrestling's never covered on these, like, sports channels. Rarely. Yeah. Rarely covered. And all I've seen the last few days is, like, the, the NXT... Uh, sorry, the Vince McMahon story. And then showing, like, Vince McMahon appearing on SmackDown tonight and things like that. And you think, well... Uh, and I've heard people that don't watch are like oh, I kind of had to tune in to see what's going on with Vince. What McMahon. Vince was
3: gonna do? Is it a work? <laughs> <laughs> no one's saying that for this one. Yeah, definite, definite. Just, just strange. And then again, does it on Raw. Uh, I don't, I don't necessarily think is the this is the like nail in the coffin for Vince. It's just, it's just mm. uh, like odd that all of them you know seem to have jumped ship. Even though what now Steph is back in doing like she's in the uh in the ceo role we forgot right? to ask Gringo loco about stephanie mcmahon mm. <laughs> next time
2: <laughs> she's gcw's big fan right? yeah exactly yeah. we should have we should have talked
3: about her, about that uh yeah it's, it's definitely a weird time as a wrestling fan but i don't think necessarily like what's gonna what's gonna happen he's gonna say i'm sorry if that comes to that like he what well, he settled his other lawsuit all think, of a sudden
2: uh, yeah i think the thing is is um whether uh more stories come out, you know, yeah. and it's we're about what a week removed from this news breaking, and haven't really seen its spiral yet. Yeah. Um, so that's that's something worth keeping an eye on. The Sasha Banks thing is very interesting. Right. Um, kind of uh, been reported by was it Wrestling Inc. Uh, that she may have got a release, but nothing has been kind of put out there publicly yet. Um, so that's all kind of still in the rumor mill, um, which obviously is huge. That's a huge free agent, if that is the case, and and just funny timing. And I can imagine if it has happened, they've deliberately not wanted to kind of make this public news yet with everything going on, because it does seem suspicious, you know?
3: Yeah, I would, would like to see her elsewhere at this point. Uh, what are the best top-running suggestions for her All Elite Impact Zone name, like what's what's the I mean, her real I think name? Her real names, yeah. Good you enough, probably still yeah. say the boss,
2: like especially if she's gonna like her. She was billed Mercedes. as Mercedes in uh, Mercedes. Star Wars, right? Mercedes, Mercedes. Barnardo? yeah, that's a cool name. Yeah, uh, or just be Koska Reeves. <laughs> See if, yeah. see if Tony she can is, buy it.
3: She, <laughs> she is coming back as this character, right? Like she's in the new season, I think, of Mando.
2: So Have they? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would assume. I know they've, um, Katie Sackhoff's character is back. So I would assume so. Interesting. Mm. No,
3: definitely, definitely would be a big star for AEW to get. And I would imagine that's exactly where she will pop up. I could see her doing the stardom stuff and all the other stuff she wants to do. But definitely yeah. definitely a big name, big money There for her in, in AEW, I would imagine what would be the first Brit versus Sasha. Unfortunately, Sasha would have to dump on Brit, the big star there, but that would like think of the big stars. I know Thunder Rose is the champion, but
2: I mean, I I think, uh, I think you could have, I don't know. Would you maybe have like her be the one to defeat Jade maybe? Wow. And then do like a champion versus champion thing or. Got gotcha. you. I don't know. There's. I, I think she'd. She could be one of uh, AEW's kind of most important signings. Yeah, I think. Obviously, Punk and Brian were big, but I think the women's division is something. And now they're both injured.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: but I think the AEW women's division is something you can see has been improving. It's still not where it should be yet. I don't think. But you've seen the likes of Serena, Deep, Thunder Rosa putting on good matches brit brit has got that uh star quality um tony's been putting out some good stuff uh chris is starting to kind of really come into her own uh jade and the baddies they're really starting to come into their own but i think it needs that like top star veteran yeah in the division and sasha banks is that all over yeah
3: 100 uh, percent. i'd be interested to see what she does outside WWE, she's made a name for herself. She's almost it, like looks like she kept saying to them like Let's do this and let's let's do this. Hey, I'm in Star Wars. Why can't we promote this? And it's like they should just keep not treating her maybe like the big star that I think she, that we all kind of yeah. see in in her. So interesting. Of course, people are always like, Well, Charlotte's gonna go over because Andrade's over there, but you know he's not even wrestling on the, the pay per view because he's not allowed to. You heard yeah. about that? It was supposed to be Osprey Andrade. Yeah.
2: That's insane. Which would have been great. Yeah, but we'll get it. It's do it undone. I bumped into our friend Trav the other day. Okay, uh, at a at a at a bar after yeah. work the other day, and he reminded me that he's been saying for like a good year or so now. Yeah, he's like, all I want to see is Will Osprey versus Orange Cassidy. We're like, oh yeah, true. Yeah, so uh, it's happening. I th- I think that will be a fun match. Yeah, it'll be it'll still be a good show. Don't get me wrong, mm. but uh, yeah. But uh, and then finally, if you are in the Detroit area next week, if you are going to Blood and Guts, reach out. We'd love to see as many of you as possible. You've never been to Detroit before, yeah. I know we got at least one listener there in B-Detroit who will be seeing. But if you're if you kind of listen and don't maybe kind of interact with us, let us know. We'd love to meet as many of you as possible.
3: Yeah, we'll definitely be bar hopping around the venue. I think beforehand, so come come by, get some blood and guts.
2: But I think it's time. Let's get into some NXT 2.0 from June 21st, 2022. Uh, another taped edition of the show. We'll be going back to live, uh, live NXT next week. Uh, but we start with Solo Sokoa taking on Grayson Waller. Uh, Waller comes down the, uh, the ramp with a mic saying, I'm so sick of hearing about Solo Sokoa. We should be talking about Grayson Waller. The greatest first-generation talent in WWE history. And I know you all love Solo because you're all Solo in your lives. A bunch of losers supporting a loser. And I'm sick of censoring myself, so I think it's time for me to say what I think about you and everyone here when Solo punches him in the face. You heard him. Sign this match. Yeah, it was kind of everything he said. Last week, this this solo line, uh, not not his best stuff, I don't think. <laughs> I thought it was great; it was my favorite. Part. <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, so they're brawling on the outside uh, in the ring. Waller goes for a hip attack, but Solo kind of halts up and hits him with a clothesline. Starts delivering some chops and some big punches. Waller then comes back by stomping on Solo's foot and uh, and hits a STO. After the commercial, Waller hits Solo with a leg lariat for a two-count, followed by a DDT for another two. Uh, Waller climbs to the top and starts showboating when Solo pushes him off to the outside. There's then a running shoulder block to the floor, followed by the running hip attack in the corner. Solo then gets Waller up on his shoulders for the Samoan drop, but Waller, trying to get out of the move, pulls off the turnbuckle pad, exposing it, and slips out. Waller goes for his rolling stunner, but Solo catches him with the Samoan drop this time and then goes for a running splash into the corner, but Waller gets out the way, causing Solo to crash into the exposed turnbuckle with his shoulder, allowing Waller to hit the rolling stunner for the win.
3: Every Grayson Waller match is, okay, what can the excuse be that you'll stand there in the middle of the ring for the rolling Stone. Mm. Every time he does a match with the finish, you knew that's what he does. Like there's always a different reason why the person would be like, Ah, I'm a back. Yeah. I'm just gonna stand right here and crutch. It's like it's pretty funny that they he comes up with so many different ways. Because that move I I still think it's the most ridiculous move in wrestling because it's just like, okay, I get doing rolls, I get doing flips, but you're you're going out of the ring to then run into the ring to roll and then just do a normal. It Depends
2: st- how it's done. Like I think he's done it sometimes where it's kind of look cool because he it has looks, been out of yeah. the ring and the guy's just getting up and you're diving in. I don't know. It's wrestling. I, I the people's elbow and the worm is what, cool to me I, as well. Oh, like, the
3: worm is better so far. <laughs> don't even put this in the same category as the worm, please. No, I, I I feel like I could be on my own, but let me know. Am I on my own? Does this move look stupid? Like. It's just always the the fact that it's like, hold on, I got to roll. By the time he does the roll, he just goes, oh, I'm standing now. I'm just going to do a stunt. It's yeah. like it's not like Ray Phoenix doing some sort of corkscrew thing. Uh, but it had some cool stuff. I think uh, this is clearly fe- furthering this and kind of sidelining Solo. So I was a bit sour
2: on that. Yeah, I I feel like Solo's been getting quite hot. And I don't think this is necessarily the right move for him right now. Because yeah. he definitely feels to be in that... North American championship picture. But he cheated, so... He cheated, yeah. I just don't know how necessary this was here. We've seen Waller take a few L's. Uh, I think Solo is the yeah. one you're kind of trying to build up here. But maybe it is a, just a bit of a distraction while uh, Melo is kind of doing this stuff with D'Angelo. But or they make it a multi-man at the bash? Perhaps. Because
3: Waller can be like, look, I beat you, so I get the shot yeah, too, maybe or something. But
2: uh, Yeah, I thought the match was fine. I thought the actual... Turnbuckle spot at the end looked weak because he kind of took it on the back of his shoulder,
4: and it was and more he was just like, like
2: ah, that, that kind of sucked. But yeah, yeah. probably felt good. Um, but I think I seem better from both. Yeah, uh, to be honest. We go to Tony D'Angelo with the family, and uh, Tony says it's a big night for the Legados to get on my good side when they beat Roderick Strong and Damon Kemp, and when I have the opportunity to get gold. He says that Electra is doing exactly what we told her to do. And Santos has a chance to prove himself tonight to the fans. He goes, right, Santos? And Santos kind of all night has this just blank, like dead stare on his face. And he's like, absolutely, boss. Don't worry about it, boss. So Santos saying that he's he's got D'Angelo's back in the North American Championship main event tonight. And
3: I still like how Santos still looks like the leader of this group because Legato dressed like to the nines in their expensive suits. And here's just this D'Angelo guy in his a track suit. track suit, like Tony Soprano going to bada bing. So it's like, OK, I love the looks. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. This cartoon land mafia world we live in doesn't make sense. But
0: uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> we get a shot of a car just driving down a long open road We hear, Do you hear that? That's the winds of change, and then it's cut between shots of Dublin, and we hear a familiar voice, Jordan Devlin. I mean, I could recognize the back of that head anywhere. <laughs> Except it's not Jordan Devlin. Golden Eyes being remastered, isn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, on the yeah. switch. Uh, he says, everyone in NXT 2.0 is going to find out you don't bet against an ace. And coming soon, JD McDonough.
3: Yeah, a name change here. So they took his first initials, made it one name, and then added McDonough. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this guy had some controversy, obviously, with the whole speaking out thing. Mm. I have noticed he has been being booked on a lot of other independent dates, especially OTT, mm-hmm. which I believe that was the whole like, "Well, we're not going to book him," and then they ended up booking him. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. You know, I'm not the gatekeeper here, but I don't know if all of a sudden he's. It's just fine that. People have moved on, or I'm not really quite sure. I think the same thing for a lot of wrestlers, actually, uh, (laughs) main roster speaking especially. But uh, I'll give my two senses. I actually used to be a really big fan of this guy. Mm. I think his wrestling is next level uh, compared. I know a lot of people, like I just did, always go, oh, he's the guy with the big head, the small guy with the big head. But I always did find his wrestling pretty good. I thought his run when he came to NXT with Santos, the matches weren't quite there but again, a lot of people were very sour on him at that moment. So I'm not not really quite sure what they're doing. That right.
2: was a a weird time. Yeah. I mean, it it it's one of those difficult things. At this point, um, like it's the the courtroom is social media, right? Totally. And uh, like we don't know all the facts, and unless it's being taken like to authorities and through the things, like I guess we got to like move on. I guess that's what um, they have with, with him here. And, and, and he's, he's coming to NXT here on this side of the world. I do like the bringing over of NXT UK people. Uh, I think for 2.0 to work, you do need these uh, veterans mixed in with the, the kind of performance center recruits. Uh, we've seen the likes of... Your, you know your Gargano's move on uh your Tommaso Ciampa's yeah. move on you do need some some strong like like solid wrestlers in NXT 2.0 to help these other kids and John Devlin yeah I've never had an issue with his his wrestling his wrestling what was the
3: one there. match the Walter right the big Walter match yeah like time ago exactly yeah, I mean that match was awesome so yeah uh the name changes <laughs> look I'm I'm part Irish. I think it's a silly Irish name that it's just taking his other name and, and doing it. But WWE, I guess we get over names real quick. So
2: JD McDonough. It this JD one doesn't McDonough. bother me as much as others.
3: Really. The thing is, like he always uses "Bet Against the Ace." He's yeah. the ace and stuff like that. So like, cool. Use that. I always thought that was a cool like little thing. But Devlin seems so much more badass. That sounds the name. Yeah, Yeah. like it sounds so cool.
2: What what I did take from this is it doesn't look like, apart from the name, his presentation's going to change too much. He's still using his old catchphrase. What's his Um, finisher going to be called? The McDonough inside. Oh yeah, what was it? The Devil inside. Yeah, Yeah, I guess he has a new move. JD side. (laughs) JD Sports. I don't know. Shout out JD. (laughs) Do you know JD Sports? No, I know JD. JD Sports. It's like yeah, some sports shop in the UK. Okay, nice.
3: Maybe yeah. that'll be his no, finishing. That should be his thing,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, uh, I do
3: like the fact that we're bringing in other people over here. First, we got Fabian Eichner getting suited up and mm-hmm. all rich and famous. Why not? Sure, bring in all these people.
2: We go to our next match. It's a women's tag match between Caden uh, Carter and Katana Chance taking on the team of Ulyssa Leon oh. and Valentina Feroz. And I love... Did you... Normally, Alyssa and Valentina do their little, like, shimmying, like, yeah. hip-shaking little dance. For us, he was doing these, like, knee-squat things. Damn. Look great. Hips don't lie. Love these two. Yeah,
3: I love their, their dance. They always they get... They
2: look so cheeky when they they're get, yeah, dancing they, around. Yeah, they
3: get everyone's attention every week. Whenever yeah. they, they have little screen time, they make the most And they of got it. their
2: big smiles on their face. They're great. So. I love these two. Yeah.
3: It, they, you know... We have to remember these two when it comes to Enhancement Talent of the Year at the Year-End Awards. 100%. Because they've been great. They've been impressing every week. Because we can't give it to Cruz Cruz, Toro, Cruz, Toro, Rebel Mendoza again and again, because no. he's not Enhancement Talent anymore.
2: Uh, well, Ulyssa, Caden and Casey, they like, sorry, Caden and Katana like to do their, their dancing as well. So, Okay, I mean, it's
3: safe to say, Ulyssa and, uh, i crap, I forget their name. Valentina. Valentina, their dancing's better. Though. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Well, Ulysses starts doing her little her little dance, her little shimmy at the beginning, and Caden just hits her with a drop kick, followed by a super kick. Uh, Chance comes in with a senton atomico for a two count. Uh, Ulyssa then rolls through and applies almost like the the calf crusher to Chance here. Um, there's then a quick tag, and uh, between Caden and Katana, hitting like a leg sweep combo. Leon finally makes the tag to Feroz, who comes in. Just throwing them around with these quite nice-looking judo throws, followed by a spear, which looked great. And then uh, Leon and Froz do this kind of flapjack into a face-buster X-Factor combo, yeah. which I thought looked pretty, pretty nice. Pretty cool, yeah. Um, and then the double suplex lift into the neckbreaker to Chance. Caden um, and Chance start making some quick tags and hitting some own, their own double-team moves and followed up by the 450 neckbreaker combo uh, to pick up the win.
3: Yeah, pretty quick match, but there was some cool stuff. I think uh, Katana, Chance, the rapper, and Caden and Carter, like, they always do these quick little mm. things, and they have their spots that they're really good at. So I, I think we've said this, like, quite a while with them, but, like, the more they do this, the more they're going to, like, get better and better, and I think, I think they are. It's definitely the character stuff that has always been the issue with these two, but... Uh, still the highlight is is the opposing team.
2: Yeah, I, I think every time we see them, and it, it can sometimes be just a two, three-minute match, they've always impressed, uh, uh, Ulissa and Valentina. I think both teams have, have really good chemistry. They look and feel like tag teams, which I can't say about any, in the whole company, any of the women's teams feel like actual tag teams. I'd say these two do. I really hope when it comes to call-ups or whatever, they don't split these up because we've seen that we've had like, you know, Shotzi and Tegan feeling yeah. like a team and then they're split immediately. Um And with the announcement later that we're getting Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez going for tag titles, p- potentially I am a bit like, we've got two legit teams here. Can we kind of maybe go with that yeah. and focus with these two as singles competitors and, not just using these tag titles as props because as long as they've been on toxic attraction that's all it is it's yeah. they're props and you watch a match like this and you think look there is potential for a good women's tag division here i think um but yeah the, this this was good i thought we see wes lee who comes out and he's looking real sad
3: I mean his shirt was not his shirt his was great. Was wonderful. It, was, it reminded me of the show Martin.
2: It had like the like designs on. It. it was sweet. Uh yeah, but he's all emotional here. He's looking all sad. And we haven't really heard him talk much since the Nash Carter yeah. or or about the Nash Carter uh release. Like it's just been this guy's been trying to find himself. He's had a rough couple of months, that yeah. kind of thing. He somewhat addresses it here. Um he says, I have to thank all of you here. It's a blessing to remain here and receive the love from you all. The word remain made me kind of laugh. Mm. It's a blessing to, you know, not be fired from NXT. Right. Uh, he said, uh, there's you deserve it chance from the crowd. He says, this is much needed after the last three months. I've gone from the highest of highs to lowest of lows. I went from being two time tag champion reigning supreme with my best friend and brother to have our world explode under our feet. And he legit starts kind of tearing up here, uh, getting all emotional. And he says, I got to say, I wear my tears proudly because my world has crumbled and I was sifting through rubble just trying to find myself. And all I could find was pain and anger. And I have to apologize from Zion to Sanger." All I was trying to do was prove myself and show that I can stand on my own two feet and do what I need to do. Um, he's then interrupted by a trick, but kind of this here, kind of first time really addressing it, kind of touching on, not mentioning him by name, but touching on Nash Carter a bit more than I I thought. And we know, like, these two are legit real life best friends. Yeah. I believe in this whole situation. Nash Carter's actually been staying with Wesley through some of it. Um, right. and as like, this seems somewhat genuine, even though being put in like a scripted scenario.
3: Yeah. There was a bit of a Nash Carter chant as well yeah. when he was kind of alluding to him. Obviously it it is strange because when we've seen someone get released, we've seen Indy be like, Oh, well I don't have a boyfriend anymore or my husband's yeah. gone. My friend's gone. That's it. Move on. Sadness, whatever. And then even Wesley's promo weeks and weeks before where he was kind of like, I need to move on and kind of that stuff. It's good that they're like addressing it. But I,
2: at this point, I'm like, OK, is he coming back? Yeah, that, that's what <laughs> I, it felt quite heavy. Like, yeah, that it gave you the impression that Nash Carter is going to come. OK, back.
3: again, I no gatekeeper here, but like, is is that? Where people are at, because whenever I see he's wrestling everywhere again, people, uh, there was that MJF tweet about Nash Carter. There was a lot of things that came mm. out about Nash Carter, and of course, there's
2: you know, di- different people a- MJF kind of in support of him yes, saying yes, he knows yes. he's not anti Semitic. And, yeah, he said he's like lived with him thing. and stuff like that. And yeah, um, again, I, I don't know. I, watching this, I was like, oh, is he showing up? Is he coming back? What are we doing? I, I definitely got that impression, yeah, as well. Um, Williams, Trick Williams interrupts him, telling him to shut up. And he says, No one wants to hear about the lowest of lows or how lonely you are or how your brother exploded. <laughs> <laughs> I I definitely tricks in getting it, these yeah. lines every week. He gets something that really. He heard us. He heard us me.
3: trash talking his his trash talking. He's like, no, I won't. He's I won't. Got, like, he's got it. Stepped he's good. Up, I think for sure, one hundred percent stepped up. Uh, I laughed so hard at because he did say like, oh, then our world exploded, Explode. and he's like, ah, did you, I don't know about your boy exploding or whatever.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: it's pretty funny. He says, the truth is, you left your brother behind. You're not the friend you pretend to be. Maybe your boy is gone because you left him behind. And Wesley says, You have no idea how I was there for that man. The length I had to go to to get to that point. You'll never understand because you'll always be second fiddle to your homeboy. And I'm wondering the amount of times you hype up Mellow, whether you have any hype in for yourself. Uh, Trick then calls Wes Afro Thunder and says, if we're going to do this match, we do it on my time, and my time is money. When I'm re- ready, I'll let you know. Uh, I'm now going to do what all your best friends do and leave. Oh. So, yeah, setting up a match between these two, which I'm kind of into. I, You keep on hearing these reports. That trick is, like, improving in the, in the PC, and Wesley is great um i quite enjoyed these both on the mic here and if this maybe leads to wesley moving towards a north american title wesley carmelo hayes i'm all for that
3: yeah the the thing is it's still it it did a good thing of trying to blend the real life and and wrestling but at the same time they're still not addressing so it's still like yo did this guy die that's what this is this guy's so sad because his friend's gone and instead, it's like, no, actually, they fired him because... Da, 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 da. I don't you know, know what I mean? you would say, though. Exactly. Like, so it's it's still, it still leaves this, like, wait, okay. Like, yeah, he he was incredible in delivering this promo. I bet Nash Carter watching this at home probably was mm. uh, choked up. But then they're using you as this, like, like storyline, and you feel like you kind of got screwed over, possibly. You know what I mean? It's a whole... It's really weird. I... I I guess I'll say it. I don't think I'd be opposed to him coming back. No. No,
2: me neither. So, Um,
3: it kind of sounds like like Carmelo and Trick beat the shit out of him. You know what? Maybe my friend needs to come back and save me.
2: It it does feel that way. It definitely does feel like
3: it's set up that way. they don't talk about
2: release people. No, and you you feel if they were going to do this kind of thing, Wes would have had this promo a month ago. You know? Yeah. Like even you you're right, like even someone like Johnny Gargano who left on yeah, great, great terms, terms, the next week, like it's it's Grayson Waller. He doesn't even name him by name. He's like, Oh yeah. and I put that legend away and it's it's they they don't mention people's names. They didn't name mention his name
3: on this promo either, Didn't mention his name, still. but it was
2: definitely the the heaviest they've like Hit on the topic. Yeah. Yeah. This was interesting, but I thought both performances were good here.
3: Especially Wes. He shined for sure. I mean, the wrestling's been there, but definitely can deliver.
2: Dude was crying, so, yeah. yeah. We go backstage to Tiffany Stratton, who sat on a a fancy-looking chair. She looked like a queen here on her throne. She always looks like a queen. Yeah, she's great. Uh, She says, what do I think of Wendy Chu? Tragic. When someone sucks at life, you feel bad for the people that have to be around her. Look how I dress compared to how she dresses. Her wardrobe must be just full of all these onesies. And you think she's ever been first place in anything or lifted 200 pounds above her head in the gym? She's never even been in a gym. She ruined my ring gear and lost me my match. Uh, She calls her a Peter Pan reject. And she's gonna put her to sleep for good. Toodles. I mean, Tiffany Stratton, the greatest superstar in NXT
3: for now, because she's definitely going to the main roster quicker than we think. I I think so. Uh, I think there was a missed opportunity in the Wendy Peter Pan line. Wendy Chu is her name. Mm. Wendy is from Peter Pan. Mm. I think she could have. She could have. Weave that line in. Instead, she just went like, "You're you're a Peter Pan knockup meaning like you don't want to, you know, grow, you don't up. grow up. You yeah. won't want to grow up. But her name's Wendy, so I feel like you know, yeah. she could have there could there's a, there was a link there, like there was mm. a joke there. I'm just thinking, I can't I can't think of it, <laughs> <laughs> but it made me go, okay, well, like you know, uh, but yeah, I, I guess I'm excited for this match. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, it made me laugh when she said, you ruined my ring gear. What she threw, she confetti, threw confetti at, at you <laughs> and it falls off right away, yeah. Uh, but I do like her promo. I think her delivery is, is great.
3: A uh, com- complete total package here in yeah. NXT, I think. And I think she should beat Wendy Chu. Yes, oh, 100%. The issue is, like, I think she's one of the, the strong women's... The, the, new, the new crop here. And she's one of the strong ones, but she's a heel. So we need someone to beat Mandy... But, like, we need the babyface to be champion for a while. But I think Tiffany is a shoe in in a year or so, maybe. If she still is in NXT, but yeah. being a champ. But, yeah, Tiffany Stratton makes it
2: happen. We go to Legado del Fantasma, Joaquin Wilde, and Cruz del Toro I taking mean, on...
3: If you listen to our Gringo Loco interview, uh, he he name-drops
2: well, Joaquin yeah, Wild,
3: the genius... Of Lucha with Keen Wild. Wilde. Not
2: only did he come up with the ROH logo, yeah. but, well, you'll have to listen to the interview to find out. Yeah, we one day we'll get him on the show. I
3: do DJZ, yeah, for sure. And Raul. Yeah, oh, yeah. We need Raul. All three
2: of them. Yes. Electra 2, bring him yeah. on. <laughs> and stacks and 2 Dimes, why not? They're taking on the team of Diamond Mine, Roderick Strong, and Damon Kemp. Um, we've seen this before in, uh, Kemp's matches where he's kind of like starting a little slow and then Roddy's yelling at him, calls him over, slaps the fuck out of him. Yeah. And what I loved here was, uh, Cruz del Toro's facial reaction when he saw Kemp get slapped. It was like, ooh, oh shit. But this fires up Kemp who just starts hitting all these beautiful suplexes, just throwing Cruz and Wild around, suplexing them on top of each other, uh, does the ground and pound, a nice-looking spear from Kemp. Yeah. And then Roddy comes in, Cruz hits him with his satellite Rana, and as he's running the ropes, Lorenzo on the outside sticks out the crowbar, tripping Cruz del Toro. Uh, Cruz turns around to be like, yo, what you doing? turns around and eats the flying knee from Roddy uh, and Diamond Mine pick up the win.
3: Yeah, I mean, they're already turning on their own boys, which we we saw coming. They don't like to see Legato doing well. They They want to see them kind of get humiliated, I guess is exactly where we thought this was going. But again, the story is also Roddy being teamed with Kemp, I think is like they're almost like sweet, easy... Pass here we mm. get this vet who knows how to do everything in the ring, literally the guy we throw into any match to save a show to save a match anything the workhorse here and put him with this guy who has this wrestling ability but now is going to learn all these things from Roddy you know on screen and obviously off screen but I think it's definitely working I, again, only a few times we've seen him, but the wrestling is crazy
2: it's, it's the style I love yeah Just it's like Kurt Angle and all that yeah. and you think if if Gable Steveson can be as good as his brother, yeah. here, Like, I know he's being like fast tracked to Raw and stuff, right. but um, the wrestling, yeah, it should be good because the wrestling's there. And Legado never really missed for me. Uh, yeah, no, they, they they had some
3: some pretty flashy stuff as always, but yeah, this was a fun little match.
0: Get ready, Ohio! FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with one hundred dollars in free bets as an early sign up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21+
2: We go backstage to Giovanni Vinci, uh, looking fabulous. Stiffy, That's yeah. very nice. Uh, he says, "Mackenzie, I'm standing before you right now as the most supreme athlete in NXT." Yeah, Tony Nese ain't there anymore. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, he's the most. See he the Sup- He's the super athlete. Is he?
2: Dude, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> He says, last week a message was sent and I know that Bron Breaker was watching and I know that Carmelo Hayes and Diamond Mine were watching because a top tier talent has arrived. And that's when Ikemen Giro shows up and shows off his fancy jacket.
3: Well, Vici says it's it's about time someone showed up here in style and that's when Giro's right, like, gotcha. oh, did someone say style? Well, and then he flashes in with his jacket, and he says, well, you might have style, but are you style strong? So, yes, we're having the battle of style strong. Style
2: style, strong. <laughs> style, <laughs> style yeah. Uh, Vinci then speaks in Italian to kind of close this. But. Did you understand what he said? Uh, no, I might, uh, like, write it out. I you know Italian? a bit of things. I did Italian at school. Nice. Yeah. Allora. <laughs> Mi chiamo David.
3: Nice. Yeah. I don't know what else there is. Uh, what else is there? I don't know, but I listen to a lot of Frank and Dean, so sometimes you know I feel like mm. I'm Italian.
2: <laughs> we go. Oh God! Yeah, I forgot about this. Uh.
3: <laughs> last week, if you if you listened or watched NXT, we had new, newly joined back to NXT. He Got his last name, Apollo Cruz is back. And, uh, lost his accent. He lost his accent. He lost his drums. He, he Became a superhero? Is that what this is? This is where this is going. <laughs> I mean, last week he went for a cup of coffee at a diner. And, you know, we've all been in this situation when the table next to you is getting mad and getting aggressive with the waitstaff. And you're like, show some respect. And you, you just got to step in.
2: you got to slam their head against the table. And beat the shit <laughs> out of them
3: in the public place. Yeah. So he's done that. Yeah. And now... He's, I I got like weird, like Batman, like, I don't know what they're going for here. He's He's in, he's in the streets. He's got a notepad and he's jotting things down. And then like, he's talking to his leather
2: jacket on. He's looking cool. He's kind of look, what's the, the
3: Marvel superhero? Um, Luke Cage, Luke Cage. He's got like, I guess they're going for that look, like the look, right? I I guess, but I, it's very like what film noir, but really
2: done shitty. I don't know. (laughs) It's yeah. It's bizarre. So, He's walking down the street and we see these guys, like, like being up someone, maybe trying to mug him or whatever. And uh, Apollo's saying, it's like narrated in his head as he's jotting on his notepad. Fear lives inside everyone, but you can't run from fear. You've got to confront it. And what do you do when an opportunity presents itself? And yeah, we see these guys beating up this dude. And then some guy in the street's like, hey, man. Don't I- <laughs> fuck all about it.
3: <laughs> hey, man, I wouldn't go down there.
2: Nothing but trouble. <laughs> Again, film noir, who's talking like this? Nothing but trouble down there. And then it kind of zooms in on Apollo's face and he's looking. And then it rewinds to the same bit. Ah oh man, I wouldn't go down there. Nothing but trouble down there. And then Apollo <laughs> walks down. And goes, hey, we got a problem here. And tells them to leave. So these, these guys turn around and are like going to fight with Apollo. And Apollo beats the fuck out of them. And then it rewinds again to the guy for the third time. You don't want to go back there. You don't want to go down there. Nothing but trouble. <laughs> and, but like when, it's, when he's kind of beating up these dudes, it's like in a bubble. It's like he's imagining this happening. Yeah. And then you see him just walk towards these guys. So you assume he's going to... We, this we, is two weeks in a row. We see him thinking about beating someone up and then he just beats them up.
3: So next week it's going to show what he actually did. And he's going to go up to them and use his words
0: <coughs>
2: and not
3: actually beat them up. Like he's going to like go, no, don't do this. Right. Don't, violence isn't the answer. He's going to be peacemaker Apollo Cruz. Cause right now he's like what vigilante. <laughs> he's uh, Charles Bronson here. He's, he thinks he's a vigilante. He's going to go beat up save people like what is what is this i yeah. don't understand what's going on here and again it's like it, the, the the effects on it aren't quite sin city but it's like he's talking to himself the guy's like there's nothing but trouble down here it's I, like, what th- is I think this?
2: there's <laughs> like i feel something here could work like I, I i like that they're going for a new like presentation with yeah. Apollo, um but it's it's just not done too well and it's it's the replay. It's the constantly like last week. It was weird replaying it twice. This time they replayed it yeah, three times. It's really weird. And it keeps zooming into his face, looking, trying to look serious, trying dude. to make the baby face like be a hero
3: in public like scenarios when really mm. he's just beating the shit out of people. Like to me, it's just like what's okay. Apollo Cruz is walking down the mean streets of Florida, Orlando, when he sees some white guy getting mugged, and he's like, "I gotta save this guy. I'm coming in here." And and the, the the trouble I just don't understand what the whole thing is about. The
2: thing is, it's also with character, like with just extras, like people we don't know. You know, like if we saw this guy like backstage standing up for yeah. like characters we we're aware of, you know, like Von Wagner beating up Ikemanjiro and him being right. like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Nah, he'd probably
3: join in. We don't we don't put a boot to Ikemanjiro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out Kushida. Oh yeah. <laughs> Showed up in New Japan? Came look who came crawling back. Yeah. No. Said he's staying in Florida though. Oh. He's he's he, like he's living in Florida. Interesting. So he's gonna be traveling to Japan. He mentioned about wanting to like help expand New Japan as well. So I imagine we'll be doing a lot of stuff stateside. Interesting. As well. Quick Pokemon Forbidden Door. Yeah. Yeah, with Jiro soon. Yeah. Maybe not.
3: Uh, Yeah, this Apollo thing is just all over the place. It's so funny. It's not supposed to be, but it's really funny because it's – I know NXT is developmental, but like are the people who are making these things also developmental? Yeah, clearly. Because like it's not good. No. (laughs) It's funny. Maybe that's what they're aiming for. Yeah. A new baby face that beats people up in the streets. But he's doing a good thing. He's a superhero. It's kind of Batman. It was kind of like Robert Pattinson's Batman. Like – detective noir but it's set now dun, dun, yeah. dun, it's what they're dun. going for it's just it's kind of cheesy yeah <laughs> it's great
2: can't wait for more apollo cruise nothing but trouble yeah don't want to go down there trust me man we go to toxic attraction who come out uh big Gigi dolan chance here right Philly. so i mean, mean she Gigi. got hurt
3: last week so i don't know i didn't hear any update on that but yeah she seemed, she seemed all right still managed to carry the rose in her mouth yeah, yeah. maybe she carried it in the other hand and put the title in the other maybe, hand. Maybe, maybe.
2: Yeah. Uh, Mandy starts off by saying, Last week, Roxanne Perez and her reject friends had a fluke victory, but they're still losers. Roxanne thinks she's on top of the world, and it's embarrassing. All of her dreams are becoming a, a reality, but she's imagining my title around her waist while she's playing with her wrestling figures, and It's disgusting. Uh, Gigi says this is real life and it's not Cinderella when the pressure is real and you realize you're not on our level. Uh, JC tells her to look at her friend Cora Jade who folds under pressure and I would buy another one of your bus tickets and put up posters of real superstars like us on your bedroom wall. Mandy says your dreams are going to become a nightmare and get really ugly if you're thinking about cashing in that contract on me. And that's when Roxanne and Cora come out uh, and Roxanne says she's feeling on top of the world. But I also know that I've earned every single bit of being to live my dream. And the thing about dreams is they're even better when you get to share them. And after last week, even though it would mean the world to me to be women's champion. And one day I will. But for now, winning the NXT Tag Team Championships would be that much sweeter And that's when Caden and Katana come out. And they're mad because, well, the line starts behind them and they're not done yet. Uh, Cora throws in a little wisecrack saying, well, you seem pretty done in your house when you lost. And they all start brawling. Ah. Uh, This sets up a match for next week between Caden Carter, Katana Chance, Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade. uh, Number one contenders match to see who faces Toxic Attraction at uh, Great American Bash. So we had a whole tournament for
3: the women's breakout, and the winner gets a contract to face the champion. But you know what? I don't want that interim title. (laughs) I want the real title,
2: the tag titles. Yeah, I did get the, because we're going to this number one contender match, I I assume she's not using the contract. No, she is, 100%. I don't think so.
3: She said right here, I'm using it to do this. So wouldn't she get the match right away? They did no, this before, it, right? If she,
2: if she cashed in, she'd be able to just have the match. But they're putting her, they're putting them in a number one contenders match. So I think she still got the contract. She was just like, what? "That's that's what I took from this." That's really, because I, I otherwise she'd just be like, "No, I'm cashing in, and we're going for the tag took, titles." That yeah, Great American Bash.
3: I don't know. I took that they're scared to pull the trigger right now on her, so they pulled it back to make this excuse of a. It sounded dumb, stupid. Kayfabe-wise here, it sounded really dumb that she's like, actually, I don't want that one. I want to to face it. did.
2: I think they're possibly just delaying it. Yeah. So you're doing, like, taking the tag titles away first, and then Mandy's kind of scared because, like, her girls have now lost the titles, and then going, Hmm. yeah, probably for SummerSlam weekend takeover for the singles match.
3: Yeah, uh, it's... It's fine, I, I guess. Like it's it, again, it's kind of silly, but I do think Roxanne should be the one. I, it kind of felt like they they were just instantly cooling off on it, but I guess we'll we'll let it play it out. And I, I do think they'll be doing a, a special for SummerSlam weekend, so that would be the time to, to do. That. I think
2: they are planting the seeds quite nice. Obviously, it's wrestling. One of these girls are going to turn on the other, sure. But I quite like how Roxanne comes across very sweet and genuine. And Cora's got an Cora's attitude. got a bit of an attitude, and throws in these little yeah. digs and stuff to like other baby faces and things, which I think is is setting that up quite nicely.
3: I liked uh, Wade Barrett. You know, he always puts on his cologne, but yeah. he was talking about how he's putting Sex Panther on, and then him <laughs> and Vic decide to go in a little bit of a Anchorman right line for line there, <laughs> where they're talking about how- does it work twenty percent of the time? Yeah. It works all that time. Uh, also, I mean, this has to. Mandy Rose definitely broke some sort of record for the most underboob on NXT ever. Oh, this week? Never seen her wear that before. (laughs) Just saying, this is a kid's show. This is PG.
2: It doesn't know what it is, is it?
3: (laughs) This show does not know what it is. We got people fighting people in the streets. It's all over the place.
2: I'm looking forward to that tag match, though. I do like Caden and Katana as a team, and I think uh, Cora and Roxanne have proved they're very capable as well. So I yeah. think the tag should be pretty good. Um, but you are right. It's so much in this last month that people just like, oh, I don't really care about that title. Yeah. I want the TNT title. I want, want the, the North American titles. title. It's like, no guys, you want the world title. You want the real title. That's the title you want. Yeah. We go backstage to Carmelo Hayes and trick Williams. And, uh, Mello says that Tony, uh, how do you feel about going against the A champion? Uh, and Trick Williams says, sorry, uh, Mello says, Trick, you check Wesley. So how do you feel tonight? William says he feels like money and he took care of business. And Mello doesn't care if it's stacked, two dimes, Legado. And Trick chimes in. Or El Dorado. <laughs> They're going to take out those punks because that's all it is and all it's ever going to be. El Dorado. El Dorado. City of gold. We go backstage to Indy Hartwell, who's very quickly interrupted by Brandon Thurston. Wait, no, Kiana James. (laughs) (laughs) Talking all about the numbers and the stats. Oh, right, right, yeah,
3: true. That's her gimmick here.
2: Um, And Kiana asks, why are we wasting valuable TV time with Indy Hartwell? I believe in facts and figures. And you're weak-minded and don't have the mental fortitude to do things on your own. And that's why you keep jumping from friend to friend. And Indy says, look, you're new here. How about I could punch you in the face right now, but what about instead I face you next week in a match? This is NXT 2.0, and no one likes a bitch. Hmm. Do you like a bitch?
3: Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's neither here nor there all right okay just but, checking but I, I thought that was an odd line from indy <laughs> kind of it made me go huh what <laughs> indy what do you stop that as equally as your question to me right now i just it was really off that she kind of said that i get it she's mad because this girl interrupted you and stuff but
2: there's no one likes a bitch no, she didn't like-
3: call her a bitch She just like no one likes a bitch so it's just like huh. Right. That
2: always gets you in trouble though. You know, when you're like going, Why are you being a dick right now? Don't call me a dick. Yeah. I'm not calling you a dick. Yeah. I'm saying you're being a dick. <laughs> you're acting like one. You're but acting you're like not a dick. One. I don't think you're a dick. You're right a- now in yeah. this second. Yeah. Don't be a bitch.
3: I, Kiana James and Indy Hartwell, okay. Like, Keanu's kind of shown some good stuff so far. So Yeah, and they're trying
2: so to do this uh this singles right now with Indy. So get a few wins, get Kiana, a bit more ring time, who's, I think, been impressive so far Yeah, from what we've seen. And I like her glasses. And the numbers don't lie. Never do. We go to Cameron Grimes taking on Idris Anofi. This was set up last week when Grimes, with a bit of a new kind of focused attitude, uh, was pissed at Idris and Malik Blade. Not pissed at Malik's sweater vest, but pissed because they, they were leaving before the show was over, before the main event. Because they wanted to go and party instead of being superstars and champions. Yeah,
3: I mean, if Idris... Sorry, who's the one in the sweater vest? Malik. Malik. If he's going to the club in that, it's, <laughs> it's not work. Also, it's Florida. It's going to be very, extremely hot. But this guy is where... Okay, so this sets up this match, and it's Idris versus Grimes. And Idris lately has been rocking this, like... like Th- like king's yeah. Adrian's robe looks cool. <laughs> and a crown and like a whole like new Peek gear and everything literally looks like really good lately standing yeah. out and then malik is in his corner for this match and he's dressed like danny tanner from full house <laughs> like he's just like some dad here in short shorts with the, with the cardigan sweater and it's like all right okay but like this guy's shining and you're just like all right here like he looks like the numbers don't lie stats guy here like
2: Urkel outfit or something. I don't know what was going on. So uh a guy I work with, like uh found out about like, you know, up next and wrestling fan, and he's like, Oh, I used to be a big wrestling fan, and got to go I got picked to go backstage when I was a kid when WWF were in town. Wow. And I got to meet Stone Cold Steve Austin, which was like the coolest thing. Yeah. Got a photo with Steve Austin. Years later, I found this photo. And I threw it away. I was like, what? Why did you throw it away? It's like, I've had this memory of how cool it was this day. I met Steve Austin. Then I looked at the picture. I was wearing a fucking sweater vest. Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah. It happens to all of us yeah. once in a while. Malik, Not me. come on. Yeah, If you're listening, sort it out. I think he, he that's his peacocking. He's trying to be the more like conservative. All right. The- okay. Two, I, don't, I really don't know. You know what? Do, do whatever you want, guys. Hey, we're not yeah, we're not no. knocking sweater vests, but it definitely stands Have out. Have you ever when,
2: worn a sweater vest?
3: No. For, I, uh, I've, I've definitely had. Oh, you know what? For junior high, we had to. Like oh, yeah. It was part of, you could wear – there's like four or so different variations of uniforms that you could wear. So like, one, that was the worst one mm. where you had to wear that. But, yeah. Yeah, I've, this guy I've, I've cho- a sweater vest. This guy chose to wear this on TV. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Sweater vest and a skinny tie in like 2008 was a thing.
3: Um, it still can be, but you're next to your partner, who's like looking like King Macho Man here, <laughs> the Macho King with this almost like a scepter. It's like okay, then this guy comes out being like, "Yes, uh, hello, how's it going?" Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, let's go to the match. It starts off, and they're kind of matching each other, just uh, counter for counter blocking blocking, uh, where Anofi finally catches Grimes with a drop kick. Um, Grimes comes back with his leaping Rana, followed by the high cross. And now Grind starts to deliver the, like, the yes kicks, the kicks to the chest of Anofi. Huge roundhouse kicks. Yeah, and Anofi is doing the, like, come on, give it to me, bring it, bring Another it. Another one. Begging him to give him more. And then eventually Grimes che- switches up and just does, like, a flat boot to the chest, kicking Anofi down, which fires him up even more, starts to fight back with forearms to the face, and then hits this big on helo to the outside, which looked beautiful mm-hmm. um grimes then just picks up a no feet, spins him around into his side effect um like on the top of the shoulders looked great and then just absolutely murdered him with the cave-in Whew. for the one, two, three. one of the best ones here i think i think one of
3: his best cave-ins definitely yeah. i mean a lot of people do this move in wrestling now but no one does it as good as cameron grimes and the guy who invented it mm. I, so like yeah, this one we were waiting for the replay. Like, please play it again. And they did. And it's like, yeah, check this one out cuz it looked he, he's dead.
2: he's on the you got
3: to get a spatula to get him off the mat after yeah. taking that one, but
2: Yeah, after the match Grimes actually picked up uh Anofi and kind of shook his hand, gave him a bit of a hug. Uh shook Malik's hand as well. So it was it was kind of like, "All right, kid, you you proved yourself tonight." Yeah. Uh, I thought he did.
3: Get focused. This was my match of the night on this show. This is definitely the highlight of this show for me. There was some great Showcasing from Anofe. I mean, if he's the guy who's been putting on the flashy gear and stuff, it's because he's he's he wants to be pushed and wants yeah. to go forward. And this definitely goes in the right direction. I mean, we've been liking what we've been seeing with the team. They've been doing the silly stuff where they're trying to get Mandy and mm-hmm. all this stuff. All you need to do is show your wrestling, and you you definitely got over with this crowd. This yeah, crowd like gonna, he maximizes TV yeah times yeah, I yeah. The um, crowd are going to be super behind this guy going forward, and it helped Grimes because Grimes is in this weird. Territory where he's kind of tweening right now. Like obviously we like him. Then the crowd was kind of iffy on him for a bit and now he's challenging Braun, but he's not quite a
2: heel. It's kind of I, I thought it's it was, respect. And, I liked, yeah, I like that they did the respect thing at the end, because it kind of solidified, okay, this is still a a babyface, yeah. just he's he's driven, he's focused. It makes sense. Like yeah. he finally got to that point where he won the title and he lost it. And I I think the Cameron Grimes story is something I I tend to always like, in NXT, what Grimes is doing. And I thought this showcased Idris off really nicely as well. If Grimes
3: isn't winning this... Because he's facing Braun mm-hmm. at the bash for the title. If Grimes doesn't win this, I've broken record, but he needs to go to the main roster. Yeah. I think he's looking in best shape. he's looked. I think he's got everything down pat. I, I don't, they'll, they'll change his name to just Grimes yeah, or something. But yeah, I, I really like this. I, d- I did. It was a quick match, but... Definite highlight of the show because there was some good wrestling, and as soon as it got into Idris kind of getting hype and like, yeah, come on, hit me, I was super into it. So I'm looking forward to seeing where this guy can go.
2: I'd like to see Grimes take it. Take me too. Title.
3: Me too. So you're what? Grimes wins it, and Braun goes to yeah to after Monday Night Raw after SummerSlam or something. Yeah, or I don't know, but yeah, I'd
2: like to see Grimes get in that'd mind. be a,
3: that'd be a pretty big swerve, but I don't think that's happening. No.
2: Um, we go to Thea Hale. Who's arriving at her new dorm at Chase U and she is just a ball of energy. She's so excited to be going to uni and she goes to her dorm room and is excited to see who she's sharing with. And it's Bodie Haywood. And Bodie's like, what? But you're a girl. She goes, yeah, these are co-ed rooms at Chase U. Isn't that cool? She starts unpacking and she's throwing her clothes everywhere and... Bodhi's looking a little, what's going on here? And then she says, we're going to make every day a win. We're going to make Mr. Chase so happy as uh, you spotted a sweet Andre Chase poster behind. Okay, so
3: this is uh, they've done some sort of room up like it's supposed to look like a dorm room, right? And she's all excited and they, they're adding cartoon sounds. It's really cartoony, yeah. like when she's like throwing things, it goes, Root, and, like things like that. But I noticed in the room that they have set up here. They got the Chase you flag and like inspirational, you know, college room things. But there's a, a a giant poster on the wall in the in the like Obama change yep. campaign. But it's Andre Chase's face. <laughs> Same <laughs> Chase, right? Chase. <laughs> and first of all, I thought the, that was the little thing that actually got the biggest laugh from this whole thing because the rest of it was kind of just a little too silly for me. But then. Uh, second, made me think, where do I get those? And if they do not sell them on WWE Shop, they're missing, they're missing that opportunity. <laughs> but Chase. We'll,
2: we'll get rid of this whole set and just have an on. Chase, Chase. Obama
3: sign is something they need to sell. Yeah, look, it's another silly gimmick thing going on in NXT. I think it wasn't as ridiculous as Apollo Crews fighting people
2: in the street. So I'll, I'll give it a pass. Like, realistically, this Chase U thing, it's a... Uh, Mid-to-low-card comedy thing, and there's normally something every week that gets a laugh out of me. Yeah. It is, it's not why I tune into a wrestling show, but I, you're right, like, I prefer this to the <laughs> Apollo stuff. Well, um, and the what's, They what, say they're
3: starting school next week. Okay, so they're actually going to be in classes, or like, what? Starting in June. <laughs>
2: Summer, school. Semester, summer yeah. school, I yeah. guess so.
3: Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're going to see some
2: school. school vignette things.
3: Yeah, I, Bodhi was really upset that he's rooming with her. Yeah, I... Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, uh, what, what's going on? I get it, because she's... I, I don't know who unpacks like her, where she just throws everything. I don't... Even I don't go, hey, I'm, hey, I'm back. I'm your roommate. And I don't <laughs> know, my room looks like <laughs> this at the moment. Like- <laughs> it was just... It, I guess it needs to play out. Like, is Bodhi, like... You can't handle living with a girl? Is that the thing? More- She's a lot
2: of energy. Okay. Like, she seems lovely, yeah. but it would be a, to share a room.
3: Yeah.
2: Wow. wow. We're going to get like
3: like college, like what? Like, Animal House, Super Bad style comedy here in NXT. American Pie. We should just
2: do a whole episode in Chase You one week.
3: Like, at the. Just, yeah. yeah. Chase You should put on a wrestling show at their university.
2: NXT should just be Chase You. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, there's a there's like, yeah, you hang. It out pretty much there. is. It I is. Mean, so why not go full? Yeah, all the it's way. Too grassy, essentially.
3: But yeah, weird vignette. But I guess we'll see where it goes. But uh, five stars for the Obama chase. Mm. You post.
2: <laughs> we get uh, Nikita Lyons vignette. It's some of the same stuff we saw last week with her training, showing her her knee all strapped up, um, and she says when she's over this injury, there will not be a warm up match. Uh, she's going to be kicking ass right away. And she's back in seven days. So Nikita Lyons returning to NXT next week.
3: Yeah, it made me wonder with them kind of changing the tag thing with Roxanne. I'm wondering if they they want to slot Nikita into the main role to take the title from Andy. But I for guess we'll see next week.
2: Great American Bash? May, maybe, possibly. Yeah, so possibly. I guess we'll see. But she's back. We go to Von Wagner versus Brooks Jensen. This feud's been going on for quite a bit. Jensen had his... Uh, hand broken by Vaughn and he'd been wearing the cast and then oh well, wait was it, his hand
3: broken by Vaughn or was his hand broken from like whatever not
2: being successful in Tinder yeah 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 um a bit of both I think okay. a bit of both yeah um but he he swerved in the other week taken off the cast to use it against Vaughn to yes. give Briggs the win uh so now we've got the singles match here Vaughn versus Brooks I love Brooks updated outfit here. He's gone
3: hangman here. He's got the cowboy hat, the shirt, the, like, nice gear. Like, he's looking proper. He's growing up.
2: He's, he's getting it now. Yeah.
3: Who's his dad again? B2? Bull Buchanan? Yeah, Bull Buchanan. Yeah. Love this guy. This, this, he looked good. He looked better with this. He looked like he leaned into it, but they didn't just go to Walmart and get the cheapest Leonard Skinner t-shirt. They, like, went to, like, a nicer store and got an actual cowboy shirt.
2: I like, I like
3: watching these, you know, kids starting to get it. Like, that's
2: that's what I mean with Malik. It's like, just think about the sweater vest, Malik.
3: Because I'll tell you right now, if, if uh, what's his name? Brooks and Dunn? What's this guy's name? Brooks Jensen. <laughs> Brooks Jensen. He goes out wearing this outfit. He, He'll do all right. He, he ain't, he ain't going to be needing that, that cast no more. Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah.
2: Would you wingman Brooks Jensen? Would I
3: don't you? think I need to. Look at him with this outfit, but 100%. But do you
2: think it would be a fun night out with these guys? Yeah. Briggs, Brooks, and Fallon?
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah i think i think so fallon first rounds on me yeah i'd order a b2 (laughs) (laughs) what is a b2 you mean a b52 b52
2: yeah but the joke worked the joke worked yeah
3: b52 for for brooks and and they are brooks and briggs they're b2
2: yeah wow (laughs) was that the joke the whole time maybe yeah but yeah this match so it's a lot of Wagner just attacking the hand. He squeezes it in between the turnbuckle at one point. He sticks it in the metal part. Yeah. So like his
3: fingers are in it as he like beats on
2: the hand. So like this would, would break fingers yeah. or something. Break your fingers. Slamming it against the apron. Jensen starts to fight back. He hits a spinning back fist, almost like the hurricane at one point. And then the diving DDT off the second rope. Uh, Clearly, been watching Scotty Tuhotti versus Dean Malenko from Backlash 2001. Diving? Yeah, the diving DDT. Yep. Um, But Vaughn comes back and hits his big Death Valley driver for the win. Uh,
3: Yeah, it's basically, it's not a Death it's the attitude adjustment, but not as good as John Cena's, I find. Oh, I think
2: it, I disagree. I think it looks, he gets some height and kind of holds the neck a bit more.
3: Because Okada does this move as well, but Okada makes it look a lot better. Yeah. Okada does like this. It's like the attitude adjustment sort of. I don't know. It's never the best. I've mentality. always found the it's attitude good, adjustment. Yeah, week. it is. Uh,
2: it is. I, I I, don't know. Wagner gets a bit more height with it here.
3: Uh, fine. Oh, because he's an incredible wrestler. Mm. Von Wagner uh, definitely still just kind of looks the same every week, I, I guess, going forward. But it was, it was Brooks that stood out here, finally getting some shine here. I mean, we made fun of those vignettes all the better part of last week. This past year or whatever. But wouldn't it be crazy if one day, one year, we get to say most improved or best wrestler of the year when this guy becomes WWE champion? Absolutely. This guy, Brooks. He's young as well, right? hes That's it. We're going to get behind the Brooks train now.
2: Yeah, I'm all... Yeah, he's 20. This kid's 20. Wild. Yeah. So, good for
3: him. Good for him. Uh, Love the outfit. But he lost to Vaughn. They need to sell Vaughn Wagner's World, like Wayne's World, the logo for Wayne's World. But Wagner's Wagner's World, World. I would buy it. I'm going to make it later and we'll sell them.
2: (laughs) Just email WWE.
1: (laughs) Or just on the up next door.
3: We don't need the the
2: families uh, to
3: sign off or whatever.
2: (laughs) All the royalties will go to us. Just message him, Vaughn, we made you a shirt. (laughs) WWE ain't making you one. Here it is support up next subscribe to the youtube that's who we are. he
3: would be like oh thanks guys that's great and and i'll be like lol it's von wagner's world and we're just living in it <laughs> excellent For wagner's world
2: we go to the woods <laughs> <laughs> we're back in the woods back in the woods are we out the woods With spooky joe gacy and his his dyad mates um, he says i offered yourselves purpose You gave up your life, purpose, and everything that was measured by fame and championships. When you realized it was all just a pipe dream, you were planning on packing up and going home. But I showed you the light that was inside of you. You were reborn and ready to take on the world. You may have tasted gold before, but not like this. Now that you two have come together under my guidance, uh, you will start succeeding. You'll get a load of good shit. Basically, and <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> yada yada yada. Insert words. The, the one thing I got from this I mean, we've been thinking this is GYV. I think so it is, haven't now. seen them for a while. One of the lines in this gave me the impression that these are two Single singles champions who he's brought together. Champions, yeah, he's saying about you've tasted gold before now. I mean, GYV. So well, GYV, what, what NXT UK champions? Still but counts. it was the line you two, like I've brought you two together under my guidance, hmm. which made me think: Are there any like former singles not like, that are champions, not that, that are still signed? Like, no, nothing comes to mind. But yeah,
3: I guess we'll see the big reveal of who. could The it only made.
2: thing, and I just who's under the hood? I, I like a surprise.
3: Shout-out hoods in hoods. wrestling. Shout-out hoods. Uh, just, yeah, it keep, keeps going. Mm. More hoods. Good stuff.
2: Alba Fire versus Lash Legend. Oh, yeah. Uh, this was set up uh, last week. Uh, Alba Fire coming out with a flaming baseball bat. And she hits a, like a schoolboy to Legend, but into the turnbuckle early on, followed by her missile dropkick. And then uh, Alba hits the spinning leg kick and a tornado DDT for a two. Um Legend hits a boss man Slam, uh, Fire then hits the Gory Bomb, goes up the top for her Swanton, uh, but jumps and rolls through, turns around, and Lash uses the Baseball Bat against Fire for the DQ. So Alba Fire wins by DQ in a pretty nothing match here.
3: Yeah, there was a few moves from each, but it was pretty... Quick to get to the... Let's get to DQ. The finish. I mean, the bat would hurt more than a normal bat because it was just lit on fire. So hot and hot this bat. aluminum bat would be pretty hot. Yeah. You could, like, burn her with it. So, watch out. But even more importantly, this feud's going to continue. So It
2: feels a bit of a nothing feud for me. Um, like, we've seen Kaylee Ray challenged with the title yeah. before, and now she's gone away and to reinvent herself and come back to hopefully strive for bigger things. Yeah. And she's in a feud against Lash Legend in a very nothing match. She's probably going to lose the I feel apart from the new name and now she likes Fire, she's still kind of in the same spot where she's just kind of drifting around in NXT, not really finding a place.
3: Yeah, definitely need to try. We say this every week we see her now. Just put her on the main roster and see Mm. what you can do with her. I think it could... Could work, but I don't know This is this is that, not it, and I could see Lash going over
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, perhaps um, There was
3: a in, Before that, there was Braun And Grimes uh, backstage Where oh, Br- yeah. Braun, like, you know Came over to him and been like, hey, you know
2: kind of, so Yeah, did Braun the was like, you've got a lot of heart there yeah. And uh, that's cu- kind of guy I want to see at Great American Bash And Grimes warns him that Well, if you're getting that guy at Great American Bash You're going to lose your championship
3: To the moon. He didn't say that. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
2: So next week we've got Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez versus Caden and Katana with the winners facing Toxic Attraction at Great American Bash. Uh, Nikita Lyons is returning. And we've got Sanger versus Zion Quinn. I miss Sanger this week. I like a bit of Charming Sanger on my Tuesdays. They're making
3: us wait. Yeah. Keeping the big stars for every other week. Yeah. The The big shows. I guess so. Sanger next week.
2: Main event time Tony D'Angelo taking on Carmelo Hayes for the North American Championship. Uh, Tony is like mouthing off to Santos, telling him to look and watch and learn. Uh, Mello does his uh, like basketball shoot and score pose. Um, and this is where uh, Tony's family get on the apron. So you've got Stacks and Two Dimes. Um, shout out Two Dimes. Shout out Paul Two Dimes. Out, last appearance. Uh, gets on the apron. And then Trick gets on up the other side. Santos gets on the apron showing he's backing up Tony and kind of tells Legado, boys, like, come up. We're a family here. Um, But uh, Mello gets the advantage for a little bit. Uh, There's the springboard clothesline from Mello, followed by his satellite takedown for a two count. Uh, Tony is chatting some more shit, just saying, I'm the champ, I'm the dom, while punching him in the face. He hits a pretty nice exploder suplex, Tony D'Angelo. He, he's got nice suplexes, yeah, nice exactly. throws. Uh, there's a code breaker from Melo for a two. Uh, this is where D'Angelo's hitting some more, like, big over-the-head exploders and yeah, suplexes.
3: It was when Hayes kind of hits him with that. It, he hits a crazy-looking code breaker. His is like a jumping Diving, one. Diving, yeah, yeah. his is way cooler than a lot of people's. But he hits that, and then when Tony comes back, he realizes he's got to step it up, finally. And he does a lot of, like... like uh, chain wrestling almost not mm. chain wrestling but like amateur wrestling like gator rolls almost and like overpowering haze which which when we first heard about tony we're like wow this guy's got this like amateur wrestling background but he comes in as this cartoon character who is just a mob guy mm. so it, it was a little taste a bit more than we usually see of that he can do this yeah. so it does make me go why don't we just get to that more so you'd be way more over with just everyone. The crowd, the online people, just everyone watching.
2: Maybe he's just not there yet.
3: Yeah, maybe. Like, but, he can
2: show he can yeah. do it, but, like, it's... He's still super new to this, yeah. you know? Um, but, yeah, it is kind of finding a way to marry these characters together. Because I think i that's what I always get when I look at Santos. I get this, like, you know, mob boss, leader but he also carries it right through to the wrestling. He's always got that poise about him yeah. and everything, whereas you are right, like Tony's a bit of a cartoon character and then he you just do a happens few moves. to wrestle. Yeah. Um, Tony then crawls over to Santos, kind of both guys are knocked down, and he's telling him to give him the brass nuts. So Santos gets them out, puts them on the mat, and slides them across the ring, but slides them too far. Was it deliberate? I think so. So oh, yeah, he totally, he fakes it, and yeah. then he slides it to the haze, yeah. like, and right, it's, clear it's as slider. day. Yeah. whoops. So Mello uses the brass knucks against Tony D'Angelo uh, to retain the title. So then there's, like, a stare down with the Tony
3: family looking over, it like, you screwed me. We already got to that point. Yeah. <laughs> literally two weeks, two weeks, we're already at this thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, it, obviously, I I thought the, the brass knucks... Right in the middle of the apron spot was just done
2: recently with, what, Punk, MJF Wardlow? With we, we had it as well with the, um, yeah, exactly, with the ring. yeah You had similar with Heyman, with Brock and Roman, where he slid the title. Okay. On the, it's, yeah. We've seen this a few times. In the was last that from year.
3: their first match or was that from their thirty sixth match? Yeah, Brock and Roman.
2: Yeah, thirty sixth or fifth. Yeah. Think, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh,
3: this this didn't get to like a level I kind of maybe thought it it could have, but it had some cool stuff. Hayes need needed to be protected, and I guess this was all just set up to give him a W, and meanwhile let the family mafia storyline continue.
2: Yeah, so Part of me wonders if we're going to another multi-man you mentioned it earlier because you've got solo who's been in this picture for a while yeah waller potentially is now part of it for sure um santo san d'angelo might be part of it wes and now wesley so maybe you set that up for the SummerSlam
3: show a six-man ladder match again. just another ladder. yeah match this show. guy's but... like man every time i'm champion i gotta put it on the line yeah i don't know uh, overall, like this main event didn't hit too too well for me, but I did think this show flowed a bit better than some of the other ones that we've seen from there. It felt like there was still a lot of segments and stuff, but everything kind of didn't just come at me rushing like maybe it always does. Not like Excalibur levels on Dynamite, but still, usually it's like a
2: little. It's annoying. I like when they keep the sort of like silly vignette things to like one or two. Like minute, this week we had Apollo and we had Chase. You, yeah, that was kind yeah. of it. It was a lot more focused on wrestling, and for me, I'm with you, the main event was fine. Like, it wasn't bad, didn't really yeah. blow me away, but I thought the wrestling overall was was pretty solid this week. I I did enjoy uh, Anofi and Grimes, and I enjoyed the women's tag a lot. Uh, I enjoyed Wesley's promo quite a bit, so I was really down on last week, so I thought this was, was a lot better and definitely more, as your like developmental brand, this is kind of what I want to see... More of yeah. This this, this
3: show stuff. made more sense, and it did have some wrestling. I'd say the highlight is that uh, Grimes match with Anofe. Definitely a little bit of a breakout there, I think, for him. But yeah, uh, overall, it, was, it had some some funny stuff. Paulo Cruz fighting people in the street, fighting around the world today. Nothing but trouble.
2: Is he is his Great American Bash thing going to kind of be like twenty people, Wardlow? civilians, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your asshole neighbor, it should be your shot, boss? It should be shot. What is that? Uh, Is it Streets of Rage? No, what's the thing? It should just be that. Be walking through. Think of all the people you hate, like going down. All the people you hate in
3: your life, everyone who's done you wrong, he's gonna beat them up for you. Yeah, because he's your hero. Yeah, exactly. With his (laughs) notepad, walking around with a notepad, like, oh, I better jot this down. (laughs) What are you jotting down? (laughs) That you're beating people up, writing whilst walking around. (laughs) Yeah, normal people text and walk. What are you doing? (laughs) Stop it. Yeah, what an interesting! Uh, I can't wait to see where they go with Apollo Crews. and I mean, where does he f- fit in with the Great American Bash uh, as well? Apollo,
2: oh, I mean, yeah, you had the imp- yeah, I don't know. You had the impression he was it was going to be him and Bron from his first week, but he's like that's later down the line. So yeah, yeah, Apollo needs a match for that show. Yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah, Sangha. No, he's sure. a
3: good guy. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, well, that's what we thought. Let's go to see what you guys thought. We put up feedback on our Up Next Facebook group every Tuesday. So if you have Facebook, please go and join that and let us know what you think of the show. As well as signing up to our YouTube.com upnext <laughs> We'll start with Sean, who says, I might be the only one, but I really enjoyed NXT 2.0 tonight. They nailed the in-ring action. While the matches continued to be shorter than I'd like... I feel the time spent in the ring is exciting. Most importantly, the talent is improving across the board. Kemp, Wagner, Jensen and even Lash Legend looked much better tonight and benefited from being across the ring against veteran talent like LDF and Alba Fire. The new Cameron Grimes continued to be a standout as he put on the match of the night with Idris Sanofi and had a short but impactful interaction with Bron backstage. I also like the idea of Roxanne going after the women's tag titles with Cora for now. And their match next week against Katana and Caden could be a show stealer. And let the club kids be the heels we all know they really are. He spelled club kids with Cades. So I think it means Katana and Caden there. Uh, Plus, did anyone else notice Roxy talked her way into a number one contenders match for the tag titles without cashing in her contract? So she's not cashing in? No, I don't think so. The main event was also good. Mello had great chemistry with everyone, it seems, and Tony D more than did his part. And I love the finish with Santos, quote-unquote, accidentally sliding the brass knucks to Mello. All in all, the road to Great American Bash is getting more and more interesting. Uh, Thank you, Sean. And then we go to our last one here from Corey. Didn't really watch
3: NXT tonight, but just wanted to let you guys know that apparently Saray... And Miko Satamora are teasing a match against each other on social media, so that might be worth checking out if it airs on NXT UK.
2: Yeah, wow. sure. Send Sora to NXT UK. For Hell yeah. A bit. Like, what's wow. she doing here?
3: Damn. You think the Super She could probably teleport
2: there. Just go through a portal. Yeah,
3: and, and she's just there. Oh, All wait, right. I'm in the wrong. <laughs> where am I? Just goes. Yeah. Yeah. I, she okay, could,
2: that, that could be good.
3: Too bad we're never getting Miko Sasha Banks. Not yet. Miko Io.
2: Yeah, he's right. injured, right? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, sadly. Mm. This is why the show is suffering, because yeah. she's not on it. Uh, thank you guys for writing in there. And that, that match does have my attention. I will check that out if, if it does happen. Uh, NXT UK does put on some good stuff Yeah, uh, once in a while, if you cherry-pick there. And I use Shot in the Dark to do that, because uh, he always is like, yeah, this match was good. I was like, all right, if he says it was good, it's probably good. usually exactly. it is. Uh, well, guys, thank you for listening to us talk about NXT here tonight on up next, join that Facebook group and follow us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. We need at recording forty eight people. Forty eight more people of you listeners, go hit that subscribe on YouTube. Even if it's your work YouTube account, your Gmail account, go hit subscribe
2: on YouTube. Yeah, next time you speak to your mom, be like Mom, why aren't you subscribed? Subscribe to up next YouTube yeah. yet. Be like, it's easy. Mom, come on. They'll go, well, I don't know the address, Steve. And you go, well, Mom, it's youtube.com slash up next. Couldn't be easier. Come on, Steve. And then, yeah. Mom, you can go and watch our Gringo Loco interview. I bet you will love it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, well.
3: That was it. Go check out all the other stuff as well. The YouTube and our Patreon as well. Patreon.com slash up next. It's what keeps our lights on literally. So go check out all the podcasts we have. All the retro NXT reviews. All the movie reviews. We have a review of The Thing from 1982. It's the 40th anniversary of John Carpenter's The Thing. That's up there as well. And next week. Is it next week? Next week, yeah. 25th anniversary of a little movie. You might have heard of it. Face-Off, Travolta, Cage, Peaches, a lot of things in this movie. And we're going to talk about it. I would love your feedback on that. We'll put up a Patreon thread for that, but I'll put one on the group uh, upcoming this week as well. So get your feedback in for Face-Off 25th anniversary. Uh, of that we're gonna be chatting all about that on the patreon but all the other wrestling stuff as well everything out there on the patreon go check us out it's only five bucks if you like us a little bit it goes a long way for us and we would like to hear your thoughts on all the podcasts that we do for you guys yep it's a lot of fun do it yeah i myself brayden harrington you can find me on twitter and i am on instagram i am at the bray
2: d and i am at davy portman and don't forget also ProWrestlingTees.com slash up next to get your sweet Von Wagner t-shirt. Yeah,
3: coming soon. Imagine we just did it. What would he do? Fuck it. You wouldn't know. Fuck
2: it. We're on YouTube and Twitch at the same time now. We don't, we don't we're give a rebels. fuck. we rebels. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know what? When you walk down an alleyway and there's a guy standing there and he says, Look, man, you don't want to go down there. It's nothing but trouble. It's because we're at the end of that. Yeah. We're the ones. We're the trouble. Trouble, trouble, trouble. Yeah,
2: come at us, Apollo.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's it. That's all. And... Be safe and uh, nothing but trouble.
2: Oh, hoy! Trouble.